Kate Rice, Monroe County Matters. Here I go again with another swimming pool story. I promise this is it. However, this was just so interesting, I really wanted to share it with you. This is an interview with the Parks and Rec Director of Weston, Wisconsin, just outside of Wausau in Marathon County. Weston has a population of 14,000. Marathon County has a population of population of 130,000, so more than twice as big as Monroe County. It has 55 cases of COVID-19, one death. So numbers look pretty good. Although I want to remind you, this is looking into the rear view mirror. COVID-19 is smart and sneaky. We don't know who is infected today. We don't know who is infected, but in that highly contagious pre-symptomatic period. We don't know who is among the 25 to 50% of COVID sufferers who exhibit, exhibit no symptoms, but are contagious. Look, any good virus knows that to be successful, you have to be as contagious as possible. So of course you're gonna be at your most contagious when the people who are carrying you are walking around and spreading you all over the place. Not when they're holed up in bed, hacking away, scaring everyone away from them. Now, back to Weston. It is opening its pool. The Park and Rec Department, just like the Sparta Parks and Rec Department, spent weeks on this. The Village Board of Trustees went over plans in multiple meetings before making a decision. The plan entails opening the pool with even more limitations than Sparta discussed. For instance, you schedule your appointments to go swimming online. They already had an online scheduling system. There is an hour between each swim session. That means plenty of time for people to leave, plenty of time for people to come back in, and time to clean in between every session. They are encouraging swimmers to come and leave in their swimsuits so there's less chance of exposure in the changing rooms. And of course, they have social distance monitors. And when they do open and they have not set the date yet, they are staying in close contact with the Marathon County Health Department to see what's happening with COVID-19 in general. Look, I'm in New York, which is opening up in phases. Open up, see how the numbers are doing. Open up some more, see how the numbers are doing. There's a spike in cases, pull back. Now, we're full of people out demonstrating right now, just like people were demonstrating in Sparta Thursday night. So what Governor Cuomo has done is opened up testing centers just for protesters. Were you out protesting, even though you were wearing a face mask? Go get checked. Anyway, that was a little digression there. Just had to comment on current news. Anyway, um, the other thing is, I wanted to remind everyone that it isn't just Sparta that's having that debate right now. I know everyone's, everyone has been saying, or a lot of people have been saying, oh, lacrosse is doing this, Toma is doing that, Holman's doing this. Look, let me give you statewide context. I'm, I'm including in the show notes a link to the Wisconsin Parks and Rec spreadsheet listing pools throughout the state of Wisconsin, who's open, who's closed, and who's maybe doing a wait and see. So that was a long intro. Whew, finally, here's Sean Osterbrink, Director of Parks, Recreation, and Forestry for the Village of Weston. Over the last few months, we have, uh, along with everybody else, been talking about how and if possible we can open the pool and you know with the certain precautions um, in place due to the current situation and um, we basically have decided that we'll be able to open it um, using a reservation process using the software that we currently already have for use at the facility 
um, and then allow um, people in via the reservation process during certain time periods throughout the day, which allows us time in between these different groups to do additional cleaning and sanitizing. Wow. Good for you. Now, Sean, from some stuff that I read before we talked, it sounds as though some parts of the pool will at least initially be closed. Yeah, we have, we have uh, basically three slides, uh, diving board, water play structure, water riders, uh, a, a water walk, which would be like a uh, lily pad walk or uh, log slices. Um, but as we Prepare to open up initially, we're going to have all of the features closed. This is going to be um, use of the pool itself for people to pool off and um, you know, just try to eliminate some of those uh, common touch surfaces uh, till we kind of feel how things are going um, and if we can uh, you know, slowly open some of the other features that we have at the facility. Well, that makes sense to me. Now, are you going to be doing any monitoring of what's happening with COVID-19 in Marathon County in general while the pool's open? Well, I think um, every day that we'll, every day we will be obviously assessing what the current situation is. Uh, obviously, if there's an outbreak, we know that our health department will probably contact us and inform us of, you know, um, an increase or a dramatic increase in the area. Um, we've had some areas throughout the state that, you know, had huge increases uh, quickly at certain times. And, um, I mean, that's something we monitor. And we're, we're in constant contact pretty much with our uh, local health department uh, to, uh, you know, try to do this as uh, safely as we can. Well, I'm all for that. And speaking of safety, what sort of social distancing practices will you be implementing? Well, uh, so we, uh, we are going to have some people that are going to like do some monitoring, um, but we're also, you know, we're spacing chairs out on the deck, um, you know, that we provide and we're limiting the amount of chairs we have. We're going to encourage people to bring their own chairs if they would like, uh, just due to the limited amount of seating area we're going to provide um, because of the extra cleaning it. You know, if it's if it's our chairs, um, preferably the like changing rooms, locker rooms. Um, we're going to encourage and uh, people to show up ready to swim, so we don't have a lot of people gathering in the locker rooms trying to change clothes. So it's kind of show up with your swimsuit and leave with your swimsuit on, and hopefully just use the locker rooms as a the, as the restroom facilities. So we have. Uh, limited uh people in there at one time we'll have people um throughout the facility monitoring uh just to uh you know and we're 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 putting together a you know basically a list of expectations or what to expect when you attend the facility so anybody that makes a reservation is going to be aware of what we're asking people to do uh, as far as, you know, showing, like I said, showing up ready to dress, um, uh, ready to swim and, you know, the social distancing and any other requirements that we have in place to, like I said, try to do it as safely as we possibly can. They'll have specific time slots for people to arrive and leave, and they'll have different places for people who are arriving and for people who are leaving. 
Yeah, so um, right now, part of our plan is to uh, have people arrive at uh, different uh, arrival times and at different entrances so we can limit people like lining up to get into the facility. So we'll spread them out uh, as they come in and then, you know, we're gonna try to, we're gonna have like uh, specific areas allotted throughout the facility because we have, we have a pretty large facility. So we're gonna lay out um, markings on the ground for chair spacing um, in the grass areas where people kind of have their own little area within the facility uh, to try to keep them separated. And uh, we feel like that, you know, will obviously help with uh, not having people waiting in line or congregating, stuff like that. So it sounds like you and the Board of Trustees and the Health Department have all been working on this together for a pretty long time. Yeah, I mean, pretty much since, uh, yeah, since March. I mean, since all this came down uh, in our area, we've been talking about it because it's uh, obviously a large undertaking to open it uh between the work and the cost and if it was feasible to do it so i mean cost factors do come in into play in it but it's also you know if we had the ability to provide a safer place uh for you know people to attend and then also a safe place for kids to come swim besides just going to a lake where there's not trained staff uh monitoring them Sean said that for the most part, people in Weston are very positive about opening the pool. Now, I interviewed him on Thursday, June 4th, and the Village Board of Trustees had made its decision on Monday, June 1st. So community residents were still digesting the various limits that are going to be imposed on pool use this summer. Um, but understand, we're trying to serve as many people as possible. And we're not necessarily, we don't necessarily want to limit your swim time, but, you know, if we let... 200 people in the building and they stay for five or six hours, that doesn't give anybody else the opportunity to use the facility. So, you know, by spreading it out and doing these res reservation times, you know, we're offering that service to and the ability for other people to use it. Otherwise, uh, it would be pretty limited to how many people we could have in there. Well, that totally makes sense. Now, what are the time slots and how will that work? So the, basically the reservation times are every three hours, uh, but on the front end, it gives, gives, it gives us a half an hour uh, to get people into the facility. So we open, we open at 11 o'clock. So they get a half hour to get in. Uh, swim time is from 11.30 to 1.30. And then uh, time to get the people out of the building, which should be from you know 1.30 to 2.00. And then the next group can start coming in at two, but doesn't swim until two thirty. So we get really got a, like a hour window, like one thirty to two thirty, between groups to uh, do additional, you know, wipe down of common touch surfaces, uh, chairs, uh, you know, disinfecting stuff like that. So between groups, you know, there's an hour there where staff will be able to do that, do that work. Well, I'm impressed. Weston has yet to set an exact opening date for the pool. Uh, we don't have the exact date set because there are obviously a little bit more uh, moving pieces to some of the some of the stuff that we put in, uh, some of the stuff that we're putting in place to make it a safer facility. So we're shooting for uh, moving pieces to put in place to some of the some of the stuff that we put in 
uh, some of the stuff that we're putting in place to make it a safer facility. So um, we're shooting for the end of June. Um, we anticipate it being somewhere around the June 27th. Uh, but obviously that all depends on, you know, where we stand with our preparations and making sure that we have everything in place. The Village Board of Trustees had a series of meetings to discuss opening the pool. Uh, we did have a meeting uh, in mid-May where they uh, basically came out of that meeting stating that we should begin the preparations for opening uh, and that the June 1st meeting was the one that would actually determine if we were for sure moving forward with the opening or not. So right now we're basically doing everything we typically would have been doing since January um, along with hiring staff. We'll have, we have training coming up. All that typically would have been done already. Uh, so, you know, that's why the uncertain opening date a little bit because there's a lot more to do. Well, quite a time to be a Parks and Rec director, huh? Of course, quite a time to be anything on this earth right now. Anyway, coming up in future episodes, Arndt's Shoe Store. Mike Arndt's is the fifth generation of his family to run his shoe store. Just as an aside, my daughters are the sixth generation of my family to buy shoes from Arndt's Shoe Stores. So we're going to talk to Mike and Jean Arndt's. Jean's going to talk a little bit about the shopping habits of one of my aunts. Hint, she's a very lively bridge player. Jokes aside, staying in business for five generations means being nimble. It means being able to adapt, sometimes overnight. And Arndt's Shoes has seen a lot. A couple world wars, the Great Depression, the advent of big box stores like Pomida and Walmart, the internet revolution, and of course, a pandemic or two. I'll also air the rest of my interview with the ever knowledgeable, ever calm Kaylee Day of the Monroe County Health Department. This has been another by the Seat of My Pants production. Theme music by Peter Danilovitz. Splashing sound courtesy Inspector J, freesound.org.